Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Bear Share Show. This is your host, Andre Matoyer. And thank you all again for taking the time out to listen to a new episode. And today I'm joined with a friend of mine, the lovely Mr. Patrick Scott. Patrick, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Andre? I'm doing great. Thanks for taking the time to talk to me today. I really, really appreciate of it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So just so that people know um, uh, who's listening... Uh, Patrick and I met in the most fun way. You were basically <laughs> my 2019 travel buddy, but we didn't even yeah. know each other when we first started doing that. That was awesome. Yeah, we like, were just Facebook friends. We first yeah. added each other, and then, uh, yeah, I was it was it my post or your? I put po- so uh, I posted. Hey, uh, this was in 2019. I was like, hey, who wants to go to IBC with me in Palm Springs? And all of a sudden, you were like, oh, hey, I'm down. And I was like, oh, okay. I did not expect that. I thought it was great. Because um, you you live in uh, Texas, in Houston. And I did know a lot of guys in the Houston area. So I was like, sweet, I get to know more people from there. And you came, and we had a wonderful, wonderful time. And then we ended up going to, what else? Where did we end up going? We ended up going to, oh, we went to TBRU. And... We went to uh, uh, to Tidal Wave. What's Tidal Wave? Thank you. The Florida. That, that's right. Yeah. Um, and then we went to TBRU again in 2020 Correct. when everything went to, to hell. But yeah, I know. Like, it was shutting down. As it was shutting down. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. It was wild. Yeah. That was such a weird weekend. Um, yeah. But yeah, so like, and it's it's been great, you know, um, you've, you seem to have been be doing really well over the past year and i really really admire that so keep doing what you're doing well thank you yeah well um (laughs) the reason why we're doing this episode is me and you were talking recently and Mm -hmm. we were talking about um the idea of body image issues again and and for those that know i've done a couple episodes already i did one just by myself talking about my history with it um and then my uh really good buddy Jake did an episode with me about his perspective, but ours, we were talking more on a different pathway with it. We were talking about how uh, a lot of, a lot of guys and a lot of bears that we know deal with a lot of shame and how we kind of shut down when it comes to body image. And I felt like that would be a really, really good topic to sort of dive into and explain maybe why that is and what's causing that. Cause I know it's not just us, like, you know, you and me, yeah, we're both pretty, yeah, we're both pretty happy guys, I would say, for the most part. You're really, really energetic. And, yeah, you know, even us, like, we get shame. And I know that we're not the only ones. So I feel like if we can maybe explain that a bit more and then provide ways for people to feel better and find ways to combat that, I think that can be really powerful. So thanks again, Patrick, for joining me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, when it comes to health and fitness um, and sort of your body image, when did you start to take notice of your body um, and how did that sort of come to be? Um, honestly, it was, I was pretty young. So yeah. my mom growing up um, was very health conscious. So 
Okay. She believed in home cooked meals. We didn't do a lot of processed food. We didn't do a lot of fast food. I wasn't allowed to have sugary cereal, things like that. Okay. Um, and then she met my stepdad when I was like nine or 10. Okay. And uh, he was not a health conscious person. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's like six foot six and like 450. Like just a oh, big dude. Damn. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. And so okay. when he came into the picture, I mean, obviously he likes pizza and he likes junk food and he likes mm-hmm. sugary cereal and he likes takeout. Yeah. So it just slowly became more and more of our um, like regular routine to eat unhealthy food. And that mixed with, you know, early puberty and yeah. I just started gaining weight. And I remember my mom would make fun of me for gaining weight. And I'm like, well, I'm a child. You're the one feeding me here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Like you're the one who's buying the food that I'm eating. So right. it's not fair. Right. Yeah. So uh, I really kind of learned then because, you know, it was something that was like, it was always funny to me that my mom's husband, who again is this big, tall, mm-hmm. you know, guy was telling me that I was fat. And I was like, are you, you're kidding, right? <laughs> and so I kind of had like this shame pretty early on. And then, oh, um, that's unfortunate. yeah. And so it was just kind of one of those things where over the years I've kind of yo-yoed, honestly. So in high school, um, I got really thin. I was playing sports. I was really involved. And so I got really, really thin. Like people thought I was sick. And then like, did oh, they yeah. see you like, were you kind of chubby in middle school and then you thinned out in high school? So they saw that happen. Was that yeah so i was uh i mean even my freshman year of high school i was still kind of chubby right Um, it wasn't really until my junior and senior year that i dropped weight and that was again because i just got really involved um and i think a lot of that um probably was tied to depression as well because you know i had a lot of stuff going on at home i had just come out like my family and i weren't getting along okay So so i think that kind of spiraled into if I focus on other things that I can control, then I don't have to pay attention to the things that are out of my control. Gotcha. And so that was kind of when I lost all that weight in high school. And then I went to college and gained it all back. And so, yeah, it's been like a yo-yo of, of weight. Yeah. And I hear you there. I've, I've had a similar yo-yo as well. Um, I do find it kind of interesting though. So a couple things, one, um, what were you involved in in high school? Like what kind of sports or activities did you say you were involved in? Yeah, so I was um, on the swim team, which was probably one of the gayest sports I could have chosen. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, um, so I was on student council. Uh, I was uh, involved in the drama club. I was the vice president or president. I can't remember. God, oh, it's been cool. so long since high school. But I was on like the board for the um, drama club. And then I got involved okay. with the state thespian society. Um, my school had like a suicide and, uh, depression, uh, group, like awareness group. And so I was involved in that. Oh man. Um, Okay. Yeah. And then, so um, you stayed busy. You like to stay busy basically. Yeah. I, that 100%. If I stayed busy and focused on other things, I didn't have to be home focusing on the bad stuff. Uh, Okay. So it's interesting too. You said that you were fighting the depression and frustration of home by being busy, you know, creating that distraction of things you can control. And I, I like that. Um, it, that sort of contrasts the other direction. A lot of people sometimes shut down and they might turn to food or might, you know, gain weight or might have the opposite happen. So I find it interesting. Oh, I've done the same. Went, 
the other way. Yeah. Well, at least in high I've, school. I've done. Yeah, in high school, both. I did. Yeah, in high school, that was definitely the opposite for me. But I think now, if I get in a, like a bout of depression or sadness or, you know, anxiety about something going on, I do turn to food and I do go, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go to the gym today. And then not going to the gym today turns into not going tomorrow. And then suddenly my going five days a week turns into once a week to not at all. And then I'm depressed again because I'm starting to gain weight again. It's a vicious cycle, isn't it? It is. Yeah. (laughs) I think we're all hard on ourselves, but I mean, this is, I think what kind of sparked your interest in this was we were talking about, it's like, we're hard on ourselves. We think people really care, but Mm -hmm. man, I think that's in our head. It, I I do too. I mean, yes, people are going to notice if someone gains or loses a lot of weight. Um, and yeah. then on social media, someone might like present or share, oh, look at my before and after. But for the most part, everyone's so focused on themselves. But I yeah. think like the idea that you mentioned of, you know, going and turning to food or whatever other ways you deal with stress. A lot of people do that. A lot of bears mm-hmm. do that. I do that. You do that. I know mm-hmm. like five other people I can think of off the top of my head that they do that and, or they fight against not doing that because it comes so naturally. It's pretty normal. So you're definitely not alone and not feeling it. I don't think, you know, I think a lot of people are too. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that kind of brings into the next thing. So like college, you probably, I'm assuming had like more freedom and, you know, party, I'm guessing too. And oh yeah for sure yeah i mean i know when i started drinking more heavily in college that's when i started putting it on um yeah but drinking being able to eat so uh the university i went to in college my meal plan wasn't restricted to you know oh we're gonna you can only come in during morning for breakfast or only for lunch i could go anytime and so and we had a, a on-site convenience store like gas station that you could use your meal plan at <laughs> we could we could order pizza with our meal plan like Domino's and pizza hut so i mean yeah when i got to college i had so much freedom and i had the ability to eat whenever i want and i could mm-hmm. eat whatever i want but yeah all those bad habits came back and i gained a bunch of weight my freshman year of college well, they say the freshman and, 15, which probably was more. Like oh, yeah. For me, 30. it was at least the freshman 40. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I feel that too. Like, okay. So there's this sense of like, you, you ever see the movie Home Alone? Right. Obviously oh, yeah. Home Alone too. You know that scene where like he gets his dad's credit card and he just orders whatever food he wants and gets to do whatever he wants. Like, you know, similar to how your mom was like, I was forced to sort of be really healthy. Um, the opposite happened. My stepdad was actually very healthy. Um, while yours wasn't so I had the contrast effect and I sort of rebelled in college being like hey no one can tell me no if I want to get pizza so I'm just gonna go get pizza you know like that whole yeah was wonderful um you know definitely backfired but yeah you know I totally empathize with that um so that's that was then but how is your relationship with health and and stuff now because I know that you do go to the gym now and I do love that um, yeah. but how is it, how is your relationship now? Uh, probably still love hate. Right. So yeah, I, mm-hmm. especially now with the pandemic, I mean, it's just been, oh, it's hard oh, yeah. to be motivated when just so much is going on. Right. And so there was probably I actually just started going back to the gym, um, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, because I'd probably right. taken two or three months off just, yeah. You know, work was busy, 
my life was busy. I just, I didn't have energy. I was coming home just exhausted. Yeah. Uh, and I think a big part of that exhaustion was just not taking care of myself. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't taking care of myself. And so that made me tired. And then that being tired made me not want to go take care of myself. Yes. It's a cycle. If you don't have the energy to go to the gym, the gym sounds like the worst place you want to be, you know? Right. Um, Yeah. And so I've been traveling a lot for work, Mm -hmm. like literally gone everywhere. And so there are some days that I try to go to the gym, a local one nearby, if one of my gyms is there. Um, I just found out recently through my insurance that there's a program where I can go to different gyms as long as they're like on this plan, which is pretty cool. Um, I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. I just found out about this like a few weeks ago. Um, But like, it's, it's still difficult because like there's travel days and I'm in new areas, you know, I don't know. Like it, it, my routine basically isn't set like it used to be. And so I'm definitely sympathetic to that to like, I haven't gone to the gym in months. And when I come back, I don't want to go because I'm tired, you know? Right. Um, I just kind of want to watch TV in my hotel room and go to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> so like yeah i feel you. I totally totally get that um ironically though when you work out you feel amazing right you get those endorphins but right when you don't go you feel like crap so what like do you think mental health or like depression or anxiety like how do you think that impacts someone's health and fitness i know you touched on it earlier but what do you think yeah, I mean, I think it also depends on the person, but um, for me anyway, lately, as an adult, I would say when I get in those depressive states where I'm just sad or feeling down, the last thing I want to do is go to a gym. Absolutely. I know. I'm, all, <laughs> I'm all about self, <laughs> self-care, self-care. I'm going to stay home and eat this ice cream and just... Cheat yourself. Watch TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. When in reality, I should probably be getting my ass off the couch and going to the gym, even if it's just a cardio day, just going and sweating it out because afterwards I feel great because it's ironic that like the best, the best way to get over something when I'm angry is ironically to go have a really good lift. I leave the gym feeling really good. I'm not upset anymore, but it's like forcing yourself to go do that. Correct. And Yes. And it's those times when you don't want to go, you have to tell yourself, like, remember that time I was feeling like shit and I went and I feel better? Like, no, that's that's the cure. A, p- a slice of pizza isn't going to make you feel better as long as going to the gym does, you know? Right. But we don't, it's, it's easier to go get a slice of pizza because it feels so damn good. I, I'm totally with you there. Um, yeah. So, like, this this is something that happens to me. So I look online, I see all these like muscle daddies and dudes. I used to play sports, I played football. You used to be a swimmer. We both mm-hmm. do go to the gym, so we know how, we're not like newbies to it. We know how to do it. But I, I have this weird vicious shame cycle where I see guys online that are like super, super muscular. And I tell myself, well, yeah. if, I didn't, if I didn't pause all of those times, maybe I could have looked like that. And then I feel like I go back to the gym. Oh. I feel like I go back to the gym and then I'm like starting from zero and I feel like I'm at the base of this mountain again. That's just too damn high to climb. I don't want to do it. And then I give up. 
Yeah, no, 100%. The other day, before you and I had a conversation, I was talking to another friend of mine about how I had just gotten back into the gym and I really need to just try and stick with it this time because this time is going to be different. This time I'm going to keep the routine yep. and I'm going to see results that are going to be long lasting this time. And I sent like a couple photos from other people's instant, like, you know, muscle daddies and bears. And I'm like, this is my goal. Like I, if I can get my body here and if I don't yeah. quit this time, I could be like this in a year. I could be like this in a year and a half. I just got to push myself. Don't give up yes. this time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> how hard are we on ourselves that like yeah i'm starting over again i'm like man if i had just not given up those three months where would i have been right but it's not good to think that way because you're comparing apples and oranges and you don't always know where those people like what the what they're doing and how they're getting their results right um some of them maybe sacrifice other areas of their life like they're not very social they're not um, you know, who knows what they do for work. Maybe they have a ton of money and they can go to the gym five times a day. Like, you know, there's, there's an other side of the story that you don't see. So it's hard. I, I've been trying oh, to sure. do better about not comparing myself to a part story that, you know, you can only see a portion of their life, you know? Well, um, and I think the other side of that is, at least for me, I, you know, I don't want to say that this is the same for you, but maybe it is. I feel like when I do talk to people about my like fitness goals, I get a lot of backlash because I, I feel like at least with social media, like a lot of the people that follow me for thirsty reasons, probably because I'm a bigger guy. Right. Yeah. And when I talk about wanting to go to the gym or that I've been to the gym, I am surprised how many times I get a message that says, you don't need to go to the gym. You're great the way you are. That's great. You feel that way. I'm really happy that you feel that way. I am going to the gym for myself, right? right. Like I'm doing it. Cause I want to have, I want to look in the mirror and be happy with correct. Yes. And that's what it's about. Um, those messages to me are always sort of double, like double edged. Um, oh yeah. I, I, on one hand, I'm like, oh, the best compliment, right? Right. But it's almost just like, what are you saying? Are you fetishizing me? Do you like, Right. I don't, I don't, I, I you know, I'll tell I'm you, say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. I was at okay. um, the bar this, I was at the Eagle this weekend with my friends and okay. it was hot in there because it was colder outside. So they had the heat on inside. And I'm like, I don't understand why bars oh. turn the heat on when it's 60 degrees outside, because that's not cold and you're just making right. the bar hot with all these bodies. So I'm in this bar sweating and I cracked a joke about like, God, I'm sweating. And everyone was like, yeah, but you don't understand. Like, you're a bear and you're sweaty. That that's a thing for people. And I'm like, I feel gross right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> so it's like the things that we look at ourselves and don't feel confident in or make us insecure mm-hmm. are like a fetish for other people, right? Right. And that kind of goes to what we were saying earlier. Like we're so hard on ourselves. The stuff we think matter probably don't, and the stuff we don't think matter probably does. Or you know, we don't. We, yeah. The point is, we don't know what other people are thinking, right? Like, right. Um, and and what we should be doing should be for ourselves and not for other people. And and the reasons why we, like, we shouldn't want to look like the guy from Instagram. We should be wanting to be healthy because we want to, and set our own goals that would that are realistic. You know, exactly. Um, that's that's my point like we shouldn't just be fat because three people online say that we're super super attractive to them um 
you know, but if that's what you want to be, if you like being a chubby guy, then be, then be it, but do it for yeah. you. Right. If that makes sense. Um, yeah. Okay. So I know that um, when I look online, you know, we see these guys that are ideal. Um, you know, do you think there's a way we can sort of change how we think about it? So like, instead of when we're scrolling through Instagram or or Facebook and we see a guy who we find to be really attractive, who has a physique that we want. Me and you both like muscular physique. So that's what we find attractive, right? So right. what can we do to, or what do you do to try to limit your self shame and self negative talk? If you feel down. Uh, I put the phone down. <laughs> okay. yeah, it's easy. Okay. I know that sounds, I know that sounds like the most simple answer, but I don't know. The older I get, the less, I'm like scrolling social media, looking at all the hot physiques, right? Yeah. Like now it's just something that when I do it and I, it makes me feel bad about myself, I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to go back to watching TV or I'm going to read a book or I'm going to play a game. Honestly, nine times out of 10, my boyfriend will be like, who are you talking to? I'll be like, I'm playing a <laughs> game and I'll show him. And he's joking, obviously, but yeah, he just, because yeah. lately all I do is like play little games on my phone to just pass the time because I don't know, that's where I'm at in my life, I guess. <laughs> I hear you. I think as you get, no, I'm right there with you. Like as you get older, I, I've been more aware. I think over the past couple of years, you know, with the pandemic and stuff, I've been more aware of how I've been spending my time. And like, if right. I'm feeling down with social media, I'm kind of like, maybe this isn't the, isn't the best use of my time. Um, yeah. There is, you know, something that I've noticed and um, I'm, I put into another episode was this idea of kind of just like when I feel down on myself or, or like shame on not being like other people or those goals, I sort of have to backtrack and say, you know what, like I need to stay in my own lane and focus on my own goals. And I've realized that when I do that, that shit doesn't bother me as much. Like for example, maybe my goal is to start walking again in the morning. I used to walk with a friend of mine at 5 a.m. And I noticed when mm -hmm. I was doing those little things like walking in the morning, going to the gym at night, you know, I, I may not have had been at my super, super, you know, goal of this guy I saw on Instagram, but when I saw other people being successful or other people that did have those goals, I was more supportive mm -hmm. and less jealous or it felt less insecure because I was like, Hey, I'm taking the steps in the direction that I want. I'm gonna, right. I, I'm able to celebrate those things. Those feelings of jealousy or envy or insecurity aren't, popping up as often well and you, you know, know I mean? yeah and i think that's also what helps me keep the routine is when i'm yeah. when i'm doing it because okay i'm just gonna i'm just gonna commit to going and doing 30 minutes of cardio in the morning let's just commit to that and then i do that and then it builds like this routine and this confidence and this pattern and then okay I'm, all right now i'm ready to start lifting again um, but just starting slow and building it up is what yeah. kind of helps me keep the routine long-term. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And focusing on, on that, um, at least that's what works for me. Um, you know, it helps me pay attention to like reduce the noise around me and focus on what I'm doing. Do you think your body image issues has affected how you date? And for example, um, like, I know that you're pretty open. Like I've seen you kind of go out with like bears and, and, and otters and stuff like that too. But um, mm -hmm. have you ever felt the stigma or, or challenge like, oh, you're a bear, you should be with another bear. Oh, like, 
you know, felt out of place with, with the community or like how you've been dating or how is that all related for you? Um, I haven't really, you know, like you said, for me, it's, I've never really been, I know this sounds cliche, but I've always been more attracted to the person and the personality than necessarily their body. Okay. Now, I mean, obviously we all, you know, have a preference, I guess you could say. And like when I'm drunk at a bar, I'm probably going to be more likely to go up to a quote unquote chaser. I also go up to bears and say hi and flirt with them. So like, I don't know. It's like, I think it for me more so it's the personality and the person. If you can make me laugh, if you're just a genuinely kind person, that's more attractive to me than the body, which is ironic because of how hard we are on ourselves and our bodies. Right. Correct. That goes back to that. Like I'm, I, and other people am not, I don't focus on their body, but I think people focus on me for my body and not in a, like, not, I don't mean that in a fetishizing way. I mean, like as an insecurity of mine, I think, oh, that's the first thing they're going to notice is that I'm a bear, that I'm a big guy. Everyone thinks that it's, and that's, that's the point. Like everyone thinks that that their body is awful or their body is going to be the focus of either criticizing, or maybe they're going to get the, you know, accolades because they finally got their six pack or something. But at the end of the day, like people don't really pay attention to it. I mean, maybe if you're interested in someone, you might notice, but I I don't know. I think there's other things that draw people in besides just looks at at first, you know? Um, Like I've gone, it's to me, personality plays a huge factor in dating. Like um, I, I've, been attracted all of a sudden to people that I probably wouldn't have found attractive right away just at first glance but I've gotten to know them or chatted with them or spoken with them and been like oh well like this dude's really legit and I start to look past those stupid things that they're probably really insecure about um yeah and that's what matters more and I think we just need to remind ourselves that when we feel insecure you know for sure yeah so a couple more things First, mm-hmm. um, do you have any advice or words of wisdom from Sir Patrick of, uh, <laughs> you know, for people that are having body image issues? So, like, let's say someone's driving home from work right now. They had a shitty day and maybe they want to, you know, go for a walk or they want to go do cardio or they want to go to the gym, but they're not feeling motivated today and or they feel like they're going to a swimming party and they feel like shit. Like, what would you tell them? to feel better well i mean i think especially right now with the world the way it is and the pandemic and just life's hard right now right so i try to i give my i try to give myself grace and so i would say the same to them if, if you're not feeling it don't force yourself um if you can push yourself to go go um in the mornings when i would rather stay in bed and cuddle with my boyfriend I remind myself that I'm doing this for me to be healthy and, you know, then I grab a book or I scroll through TikTok while I'm doing cardio and that passes the time. And before I know it, I've done what I committed to, right? I said, okay, I'm at least going to go do 30 minutes of cardio. And then I look and it's been 40 minutes because I've been scrolling through TikTok or reading messages or whatever. So yeah, if you can force, if you can push yourself to go, then do. But if you're really not feeling it, you're really down, it's okay. Take the take the day, take the break. Absolutely. 
Um, you know, remember body, body image issues. The flip side of that is body positive. Just, you know, being proud of who you are, be, you know, being healthy is, is the most important thing. Um, right. You, you know, don't, don't just do something because other people are doing it. Like, don't just go to the gym because you see other people doing it or don't just be a big guy because other people are doing it. Like, if you want to be a big guy, if you want to be a muscular guy, if you want to be a chaser, thinner guy, then do it. But um, right. do it for yourself. And like you said, you know, don't force yourself if you're miserable, but you, but you know, get, nothing's yeah. going to change. Nothing's going to change unless you make that change, but don't be so hard on yourself while doing it. Because if you're going to be, you know, it's okay to push, like to motivate yourself. But if you go too far and be the extreme where you're like self-criticizing to the point where you shut down, then you're, that's self-defeating. So don't go that far. Um, be kind yeah. to yourself. And I think you'll be more likely to accomplish your goals. Yeah. I think another thing to remember is that um, a friend of mine told me this when I was going through some hard stuff a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, and he said, no one's going to save you. You have to save yourself. You have to be the one to push yourself to get up out of bed every day. You have to be the one to push yourself to go to the gym when you can. No one else is going to make you do that. No one else can make you do that. You have to do it for yourself. So it's important to 100%. recognize, like you said, it, if you can push yourself to go, then do it. But if, if you can't and you know you can't, then it's okay to take the break. Right. But then don't, like, don't do this. Like, I know people, they'll be like, I'm such a piece of shit for not going. I'm such a piece of shit for eating Burger King, blah, blah, blah. That's like, right. Okay, like, whatever. Like, you ate Burger Give King. Give yourself grace. Yeah, who yeah. cares? Like, it's done now. It, that's done. Like, what are you going to do tomorrow? And you're not a bad person for doing one thing or the other. It's just, don't overthink it. Just do it, you know? And don't be so hard on exactly. yourself about it. Yeah. Um, you you got some uh, praise the other day. Like, because you've been kind of in a good routine the last couple of weeks. And then what happened? Yeah. Like, something happened at the gym, right? Yeah. So <laughs> this random guy that I, I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. So I started going to a different location um, the gym that I was going to the location before was a little further from the apartment, but I liked it. Like, I just liked the layout of it. It was uh, cleaner. Yeah. Um, and so I would drive out of the way to go to that one. Well, now that I'm getting back into the routine, I'm like, man, I don't really feel like driving an extra 15 minutes to go to that gym when I'm already dreading going and doing 30 minutes of cardio. Right. Right. So I've just for the last couple of weeks, I've been going to this other location that's closer to the house and so this guy that I, because I don't work out at that location normally, this guy that I'd never met came up to me the other day and, you know, tapped me on the shoulder and I pulled my headphones down and he goes, uh, why do we do this to ourselves every morning? And I just kind of <laughs> was like, uh, what? And he was like, yeah. every morning we come in here and we push ourselves and we push ourselves and we sweat. And I don't know, why do we do it, man? Are we crazy? And I just kind of laughed and I was like, I don't really know where this is going, man. And he goes, yeah. anyway, I, you know, I didn't recognize you. I thought maybe you were new and I just wanted to let you know to keep it up. You're doing, you're doing good. I see you every morning coming in and pushing yourself. And I just thought that was cool. Cause I mean, yeah, I, for all he knows, that was my first time in a gym ever. So it was nice that he yeah. did that to a complete stranger. Absolutely. You know, and exactly. But, but to answer his question, you're pushing yourself because you want to. Exactly. You're doing it for your own health. It's not because yeah. of any other bullshit. 
you know, you, you yeah. want to, and you're being kind to yourself and you're, you're doing what's best for yourself. And that's the reason yeah. why you're doing it. Um, well, and, and yeah, and that's the, I think the thing that I've had to try and explain to a lot of people is that when I, the reason I'm working out is not because I want to be, you know, skinny with a six pack. I don't think that'll ever happen for me. I just don't think that's my body, but yeah. I want to be healthy, right? I want to be able to yeah. go up a flight of stairs without being winded. I want to be able to run and not get winded. Like, I want to yes. do normal activities without being out of breath. Right. <laughs> I want exactly. to not exactly. have sleep apnea because I have all these yeah. other things going on, right? And that doesn't make you less of a bear. You know, you can still right. be a bear and still be a part of the community. Um, you know, I, I, I've talked to some guys who have the opposite, like they might be really, really thin. And, and, and I talked about this more when I did that chaser episode with one of my buddies. Um, but there's mm-hmm. some guys who want the opposite, you know, they'll try to, they, they think the only way to, to fit in with the bear community is to gain weight. And I always say, you know what, if that's what you want to do, fine, but I don't, I don't want you to do it because like that could be unhealthy, right? Like be right. you don't don't be unhealthy um if you want to you know be a little thicker but still have normal blood levels and be healthy that okay fine whatever like i'm not gonna say anything yeah. it's your life i don't recommend that i don't right but people do it's, you know it, no because it's not healthy right it's yeah, not healthy it's to not. force yourself to gain a bunch of weight no you know um it, you know if you're a big guy and you're proud of who you are and you're happy and that's what you like um you know i'm all for it um but like you said, I, I do want to be able to go up a flight of stairs and, and not be winded. And I would like to have some of the strength that I once had, like in high school, you know, those, those are good feelings. Yeah. Um, when I was going well, you know, in 2019, I felt great. And I want that again, you know? Yeah. I've, I've played rugby since 2011. And let me tell you, I have yet to be able to make a full 80 minutes without just dying <laughs> And I always say, man, I'm going to get better at this cardio thing so I can last a full 80 minutes. But no, I end up by probably about 20 minutes into the game, I'm doing what they call the forward shuffle, where I'm just, I'm trotting along. I am no longer running at, at break speed anymore. I'm just, I am shuffling along across that pitch. And I'm like, I'll be there in a minute. That's hilarious. Oh my God. I, I did rugby practice once and it was practice yeah. and i was like uh okay <laughs> yeah if i can do that um yeah well awesome uh what are some things that you hope to see in the future when it comes to this or what do you think is going to happen in the future when it comes to body and feelings of shame i mean i would hope it's a pipe dream i'm sure but I would hope that we all just kind of learn to accept the bodies we have, big or thin, yeah. right? It's it's your body. It's the only one you're going to get. So at the end of the day, nurture it, love it. Mm-hmm. If you're a big guy, you're a big guy. You know, and if you want to change it, then change it. But if you don't, that's okay. Don't feel shame. Right. Um, I I think it's going to probably get a little worse before it gets better. You know, the the more social media increases um Mm. the more i mean it's just a fact right like the more we compare ourselves to other and see that but i think 
my advice, and I've said it already, focus on your own goals, what you want. And I think a lot has to be said, like, about how you carry yourself and how you portray yourself. And shame does the opposite. It makes you less. So ignore the shame. Yeah. And, um, and and feel better. Do you remember? Do you watch uh, Big Mouth at all? The show Big Mouth. I watched the first season, but I didn't pick okay. it back up after that. There's a sh- so they have hormone monsters, but there's another monster uh-huh. introduced in a later season. I want to say like three or four. It's like the shame monster, the shame wizard, and he like goes into. He shows up and he makes the kids in the show feel insecure, like when they go to a pool or something. They start like. The shame wizard's like telling him, "Oh, like look at your bush, your like crappy feet, or like look how short you are, or hairy legs, or something." And the idea is just to point out like ridiculousness that we all feel. But like obviously, this show was made. People obviously can relate to this, you know. Shame is right. very real. So, but the point yeah. is, and they make it, they make a point of it toward the end of this most recent season. Like that shit's all in your head. You know, find ways that make you feel better and lets you present your best self, and that will help overcome the shame that you're feeling. And realizing it's not rational. Well, yeah. I mean, I posted that photo the other day. I don't know if you saw the one where Mm -hmm. I said I'd gained like a hundred pounds in since 2013. Yeah, 13. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I was, and I posted it like, man, this is like why I'm trying to get back in the gym because I have gained some weight. And almost every confidence or every photo was like, or every comment on the photo was basically like, oh no, you look great now. You look great now. You look, and I'm like, well, I'm glad you think that. And I appreciate the compliment. I really do. But I'm looking at it like I have gained so much weight and I've got to get back in the gym and get this under control. Not because I want to be skinny, but because I just don't want to be unhealthy. Right. You want to go back to where you felt your healthiest. And then I think that should be your goal. And I I support that. Right. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. In my head, I'm thinking like, no, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. And then everyone else is like, no, it's not. <laughs> so it just it furthers that point that shame is totally in your head. 100%. Um, I lost 55 pounds. And then I saw you at TVRU. That was like the lowest I had mm-hmm. been, God, in like a decade. Um, and I gained like 20 of it back. And I've been struggling with that over the past couple of years yeah. since then, or a year and a half. Um, and you know, now my barometer isn't so much on the number. It's like you said, more on the health. So, um, you know, as long as I don't get back to where I was getting sleep apnea, um, I do blood work every few months. And if that comes back normal, then that's kind of my barometer. And then I just go based on energy level. So like, am I feeling tired? Am I feeling depressed all the time? All right. Maybe those are signs that I can be more, you know, motivated to be more active. And then therefore when I'm, those goals you know the shame goes away etc so um yeah i i totally i totally am with you with that like but again people are like oh you look great and i'm like oh you know fine but um yeah don't be so yeah. hard on yourself <laughs> so, yeah which is easier said than done right totally totally, but, totally, totally. yeah um, in a perfect world and perfect world well thank you so much patrick um i appreciate it and you know what? That goes to say, for those listening, we love you. And we hope that, you know, you guys um, take a little bit of inspiration from this and realize, you know, in those times you feel like shit or down on yourself or really hard on yourself, just chill. Um, you know, you're, you're being too much. 
So thank you everyone for listening to the episode of the Bear Show. Uh, you can catch the episodes of the Bear Show Show on Facebook at the Bear Show Show. There's a site there that has all of my episodes and then also on Anchor. And then also you can follow me on Instagram at the Bear Show Show, Twitter, the Bear Show Show, and um, pretty much any um, music service like Spotify, Apple Music, um, you can find me on there if you want to listen to more episodes. If you have a suggestion, you can also email me at the Bear Show Show as well. Um, so thank you all so much for all of you have a great rest of your day. Thanks again, Patrick. Thank you.